0: If you jump in deep enough, you don't have time to be scared. Good morning. Welcome to the Revelation podcast. I've already said that, but I'll say it again. One of the things I said I would share through the podcast was my journey of personal reinvention that applies equally to my life, but specifically in relation to my business, which is where the key elements of my reinvention are currently being played out. So I've done done the work, although it's a continuing project, I've done the work on myself and I continue to develop personally. And that has enabled me to refocus and reconnect with what I want to do in my business, which I have to tell you is lovely. So I can't remember where I was last time, I I probably told you I'm working through an online marketing course, a program that is very action focused and it is around a product called ClickFunnels, which some of you may know and some of you will have no idea what I'm talking about. It doesn't matter too much, but the wonderful thing about this course and also the curse is that it is totally focused on taking action and it is a 21 day challenge maybe 28 days it's called one funnel away and effectively what it does is it will take you through an entire process of what you do to build an online funnel in other words a sequence of online events that take you from signing up to some kind of free giveaway that you want to ideally from my perspective purchasing a product and What that's allowed me to do is pull together all of the work that I've been doing on myself and focus my attention so specifically that I've created the program Midlife Reinvention as a result of actually doing this program, which was really about learning online marketing strategies. So it's been going pretty well. It's massively, massively time consuming I've got to warn you, if you're thinking of doing anything like it, they say to you, you need to allocate, right at the beginning, they say, allocate two hours per day to get this done. And they get you to block out time in your diary for the entire period to two hours per day. So I did that. It's not two hours a day. If you're a complete beginner, and I'm not really a complete beginner. I've done loads of stuff online. So some of it is really quite familiar to me. But starting from scratch again, because as you know, I trashed my business, my life, everything went into meltdown, free, free fall, lost my website, everything. So I'm totally starting again. And I I'm pretty much doing every day seven days a week, I'm doing something on it. And for four of those days, I'm working full time on this challenge. And I'm a week from having completed it and I'm just beginning to slow down. If you imagine me on the treadmill of, of creating it and I'm I'm running at my fastest, running at my fastest, and I can keep up, I can keep up, I can keep up. And I've just reached that point where I'm flagging. <clears throat> and I will complete it, excuse the frog in my throat, I will complete it, but I have to confess, I'm flagging a little and I've got clients this afternoon, so I can only devote this morning to it. And I've probably got on my list of things that I would like to do. I've got to catch up from the work I didn't complete yesterday because it was huge. Writing a sales page is a monumental task, not just writing it, but then putting it into a web page making sure all the, the colours are right, wording it the way, the way you want to, dropping in photos. And I'm working to a template, so I don't even have to do that much work, but it still is monumentally challenging, even though I did all the work preceding it. So that's where I am, I'm in the middle of it, I'm flagging a little, I'm just falling behind. It means that I will be working through the weekend to continue it. I have put together all the words, but they're all in different places, so I'm looking and cutting and pasting from documents, and you can imagine, I don't know about you, but I always have. I'm looking at my screen right now, and I've got one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, thirty. Fourteen tabs up, which is quite I thought that wasn't too many. Often I have way more than that, and It's the way I roll. I've got multiple things that I daren't. My partner says to me, why don't you just bookmark them and go back to them? And I get that, but there's something about them being there that's a constant little reminder, a prompt, if you like, to me that says, you were working on this particular thing last time you logged on, so you need to log on to it before again. And I think it's just a story I tell myself, if I'm honest. Because I rarely go back to exactly that place. I've got specific pages bookmarked for the book that I'm writing for Routledge, which has nothing to do with the midlife reinvention. It's a completely different thing. It's about um, leadership in mental health in secondary schools. Nothing whatsoever to do with midlife. Almost the opposite end of the spectrum. Although for me, I see the links completely Because part of my midlife reinvention is about acknowledging and redressing the things that I didn't learn or didn't master when I was in secondary school. So for me, I know they're linked. I'm not having to come from a different place in my head as I approach them. So I digress. Anyway, so that's what some of my tabs are open uh, on. So what I'm working on is this funnel, which I'm lagging on. I've just reached that point of going oh, to slow down the treadmill slow down the treadmill i've got to complete this sales page i've got to think about delivering all of the content within it i have already got beta testers beta testers i think you call them in the states we call them beta beta signed up for the launch the, the soft launch which is what they call it in internet world soft launch which means it's not fully ready yet to tell everybody about but it, it's it will be ready to, to go and I'll be learning along with my beta testers who have signed up so I got them signed up and I've committed to them that that course will begin on May the 21st I have in my head I know what I'm doing but in terms of the structure I have to get that all mapped out and I have to think about all the bonuses that I'm adding in and map those out so that I can fully create this sales page and I haven't done that yet and I need to devote considerable effort and time to thinking about what that looks like when I actually sit down and do it it won't take me that long but it does require focused time and effort I've also started using I think I've probably mentioned it before a high performance planner which does help. Sometimes I'm tempted. I think, oh, really, I don't, I don't want to do that. You must have days like that. I don't want to do it. I'll just, if I, I haven't got time. I haven't got time to do that planning thing. That's very me in the past, very me. But I do realise if I did dedicate half an hour at the beginning of the day to going, okay, what are the things I need to get done here? What are the things I'd like to get done? How am I actually spending my time? It does make me more accountable to get them done. And was doing this podcast on the list of those accountable items? Yes and no. Yes, there is a podcast on my list every day. But I've already done... uh, I think I have two in the bag because I'm beginning to... But there's method in my madness. I have pre-recorded two that relate to the audiobook of a book I wrote, and if you go back to episode one and you hear about the book that I wrote when, when I had the meltdown and everything started to unravel, that book, I'm creating an audio version of it because it's a good book, it has lots of relevance, and as I reread it, I see the parallels with what I'm doing now, where I am now, and it's quite gratifying to read that and think, well, it wasn't that I wrote the wrong stuff, it wasn't that I was coming up with nonsense that had no value because otherwise why would I have ended up burning out and melting down? It it wasn't actually the content of the book. The content of the book is sound, very sound. And so I'm doing the audiobook as one of the bonuses within the new programme, the Midlife Reinvention programme. Hence the pre recording of episodes. So I, there is method in my madness. I'm linking the recording of this podcast with the recording of an audiobook with the funnel that I'm building for the programme Midlife Reinvention. So that's why I've done more than one episode today. Why else? I wanted, uh, because I'm reading the book as part of podcast episodes, I was mindful that even though I've only started doing this, I'm not even into my second, I'm not finished the second week yet. There haven't been 14 episodes yet. There may not even have been seven. I feel like there's a certain style to date that is relaxed, chatty, wanders over here, wanders over there and I wanted to maintain that kind of connection for myself that kind of energy that I like to think I bring to it but also for you because if you're coming to this straight away or you find this podcast 10 years down the line you want to feel there's a familiar energy and of course when I'm reading the book although I'm doing my best to bring that energy to it I'm reading a book so I think this is a little bit different. It's obviously more structured and follows a, a script. So there aren't the poise the number of pauses or ums, or any of those kind of detours. It follows a nice, solid structure. So I said to myself, "Look, I want to do this podcast," and I had previously promised in another podcast I would keep you up to date on my progress. So. There I am, on my treadmill, flagging, determined to get that sales page completed by the end of the weekend, which means completing the outline for my midlife reinvention programme. Because when it launches, when you start to see it, hopefully showing up in your Facebook feeds or wherever you go about online, I want to be able to offer uh, a second level of beta testing. So my first group are an in-person group. I've met them. Obviously, in fact, I say I've met them, but it's been during coronavirus lockdown, so I haven't physically been in the same space as them. I've met them face-to-face via Zoom. And they will be my group who help me ensure that the next level of beta testing is crisper and really closely focused on what people want and what they what they like. So by the time I come to the second one, I will expand the size of the group slightly, still learning, still improving, still updating the content. And so that the third iteration, as I move out of beta testing and into full launch, will become the point at which I can confidently price it at close to a thousand pounds or dollars, I don't know which, one of the two. Whereas at the moment, people jumping in are paying a fraction of that because they're supporting me. It's a joint effort. So that's the plan. That's how it's intended to run out. I've given myself this deadline, as I say, of May the 21st for my first beta testing group to go through it. But I expect that at that point, I will also be launching this funnel that I'm working on flagging with the sales page that that will be ready at the same time. So I will in parallel be recruiting my next group of beta testers whilst I'm running with the first group. So there'll be a little staged process of first group growing through going through it, second group being ready to go through it. And then by the time they go through it, there'll be a third group. So there'll be another iteration of the sales page. If you know nothing about online marketing, I've probably just blown your mind with jargon, buzzwords, Mm -hmm. things that bear no, you know, they, they play no part in your life. But given that we're in coronavirus lockdown, everybody's having to rethink how they deliver their content, what their business model is, it might be that these Tools and strategies and words come into your experience and environment in a way that they wouldn't have previously. So, that's one of the reasons I wanted to share it with you. And also, I wanted to share with you that even though I'm, t- I'm running a course on midlife reinvention, I just want to remind you that reinvention is a continual process. I'm not done. You know, I'm I'm not the cake that's gone in the oven and is now cooked and ready. I'm a work in progress and I think it's helpful. I've learned that it's more helpful to share with people what your journey is as you go through it because it actually gives us more confidence. It can feel very distant and disconnected and make us feel like it's something that we can't do. When we see someone that looks like they've absolutely made it, and everything in their life is tickly-boo, hunky-dory, they've not only bought the T-shirt, they've mastered the art of making the T-shirt, and they're wearing it with pride, and their hair is never out of place, and they wear magnificent clothes, and they're always beautifully manicured and made up. And there isn't a single hitch in their day, And they never feel like, it's just hard work. Because that's not true for anybody. It really, really isn't true. And I know and have met and worked with many, many, many people who are hugely successful and they do all of that lovely stuff and they produce great content and they have lived it and have gone through it and they do have struggles, but they don't always reveal those in this public place. But I think Times are changing, I think this is what we want. We want to feel, maybe it's partly to do with coronavirus. We want to feel more connected with people we choose to work with. But they're not so different from us. In fact, one of my beta testers, when I said, why do you want to do this program? Because she's still investing some money, it's not free. I said, why, did, why? and. One of the reasons, not the only one, one of the reasons she wants to work through it with me is because she can see that my experience is a few steps ahead of hers, but not so far ahead that it blows her mind. And she thinks, well, that's not gonna happen. She feels that I'm close enough to her that I can still see where she is. I can still remember, I can still go, oh yeah, I know what you're going through. Yeah, it's okay. Here's what you do next. That gives her confidence that I'm not so far ahead that I've forgotten what it's like to be struggling, to be in a place where where you're not quite sure. Oh, what happens if I do this? And I think coronavirus has made us feel that sense of I need to be with people who are going through what I'm going through. Whether we are aware of that consciously, I doubt, or subconsciously, I'm certain. And that makes me feel better. I, I, One of the things I hated, I'm going to share this fairly briefly as we come to the end of this podcast. One of the things I hated, before I had that meltdown, when I was doing those five-figure months, and I was going, ha-ha, I've made it, I've made it. I actually felt quite disconnected from my clients, and it wasn't because I didn't like them, or I didn't have connection with them. Several of my clients I had met in person. uh, They had trained in the same school of hypnotherapy as me, or I'd met them at local networking events. Some were way further afield. Some were in America or Canada, and they'd found me online. But it didn't matter where I met them, I felt disconnected. And, of course, if I was feeling disconnected, goodness knows how they must have been feeling. Because I felt, and I was taught this when I worked in the corporate world, and it didn't sit comfortably with me then either. Someone once said to me, when you get promoted to run this agency, as I eventually did, You can't hang out with people anymore. You're not one of them anymore. You have to separate yourself and be different, be other, be, I never said this, but what they meant was be superior. These are now your subordinates. And I never liked that. Not just because I feel uncomfortable, perhaps with conflict resolution, and it's easy to, to say, oh yeah, but you need to just work on your conflict resolution. You're just not good at being assertive. Sure, I've, I have to work on that. I do, hands up, mm, I do. But it was more than that. It was, I don't like that sense of why. You're not superior. I'm looking at you, Mister, Mrs. Boss. You're not superior. You are another human being with experience and when I've worked best with people, whether they're in a higher role, in a, a parallel role or in a in a lower level role, it's when I can work with them, I can connect with them and where they are. I see right into, oh, I know where you are. I see what the problem is. Right, okay, here's how we can work through this. It's collaborative and so this reinvention of me has acknowledged that and already even though we haven't started the program I've sent out pre program questionnaires I've sent out advanced copies PDFs of, of the book a success reframe it's collaborative it's joint it's we're working through this together it's not me delivering stuff to you from my high and mighty pedestal it's even if we're working in a group, even if we never speak one-to-one, if I just see receive a message on a page or an audio recording or whatever it is, it's collaborative. It's me meeting you where you are. And that's when I work best, when I get down and dirty. And I don't, Dive into the mire with you. Go, oh, let's let's all oh, let's struggle together. No, I don't do that. Never have done. When I'm at my best, I see where you are, whether you're struggling, and I can connect with that. But I can also remain outside of it. Going, it's okay. So I'm, I'm. If you like, let's imagine, and I, I hope you're not, but let's imagine you're, you're metaphorically drowning in the river. Ah, help, save me, save me. And I'm the person on the side who's, who's got the hand out or, or thrown you the life jacket or life raft or ring or whatever it is. It used to be a life ring on the river. Uh, I'm on dry ground. I'm on safe ground. And I'm not going to jump in there with you because I've got you. I've got you. You just have to hold on and... Do what I'm asking you to do and I'm going to help you and I'm going to pull you in. And I can't remember where this started, but I hope there's been some value in this for you. Suffice to say, that's part of my reinvention is realising, again, when I talk about living by other people's rule sets is not the way to go. When you realise, hang on a minute, someone else's rule, someone else said... You can't be like them. You have to rise above it. You can't hang out with them anymore. You can't socialize. That's not my rule. That's someone else's. I'm traveling the journey with you. I'm just a few steps beyond. I'm going to help you through it. I'm not going to become the needy, vulnerable one that you have to help. That's not it. But I will remain connected to where you are in your journey to help you through it that's how I like to work if that's how you like to work fantastic look out for or ask to be informed of the SEC the next stage of beta testing if you want to be involved in that because it will be at a fraction of the final cost of the program if you would like to be involved in that send me a message let me know look out for the ads that will inevitably arrive. I'd love to meet you. I'd love to work with you. And I'd love to help you get where you want to go with your personal midlife reinvention. Okay, podcast over. I'm now going to go back to my treadmill. I've taken a breather. And I'll let you know when I get there, which I will. Have a great day. Have a great weekend and take care of yourself and everyone around you. Stay safe. Speak soon. Bye.